0: You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Today, we live in a unique place human history where data is becoming the new currency beyond oil dollars and social status data is emerging as one of the most powerful and consequential currencies around the globe technology computer processing, cloud storage, and artificial intelligence are empowering these data to transform zeros and ones into insightful and even profound realizations about almost every aspect of our lives. I'm John Nosta, And this is FutureDose.Tech technology, pharmacy, and better healthcare delivery. By creating more efficient, higher quality concierge-like pharmacist services, we can transform from the pharmacist of yesterday into the future provider of pharmacy tomorrow. FutureDose.tech is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, the global leader in pharmacy podcasting and the largest, most influential network of podcasts about the profession and business of pharmacy. Hello,
1: Pharmacy Podcast listeners. This is Dave Berkowitz, the host of Future Dose Tech, And today on the show, I have Ezreal Green from Ezreal. I'm really excited to have Ezreal here today. So my show, you may notice one of the themes is I like to bring on people who I find to be true disruptors. I like to, in a way, bring forth like the rookie cards, like like people who are working behind the scenes to really make a difference in the pharmacy industry. And, and Ezreal is definitely one of those people. And I'm certainly, like I said, excited to have him on and share his platform with with all of you today. So Ezreal, thanks for thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having us. Can you tell me a little bit about, about your background?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I was brought up in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've been uh, entrepreneurial and business savvy probably since I'm a little kid. Um, I started my first company when I was 18 years old. So I was still in high school, right out of high school. Um, it was in the diabetic test strip space. Um, we, we morphed from diabetic test strips um, into medical devices, but my heart was always um, building tech, um, building sites, uh, being in the internet age and doing things online. Um, and, uh, approximately five years ago, uh, I was in a local pharmacy, um, in Brooklyn, New York. And, and I like noticed this like massive stack of papers, um, sitting on a shelf. And I was like, what are these papers? And he's like, oh, this is how the wholesalers, um, send us deals. And I was like, wait, what do you mean deals? They said, yeah, they actually fax us flyers and we pick out the deals that they have in it. And then we call them. And I was like, isn't there a simpler solution for, um, creating, uh, you know, uh, uh, some form of a price comparison shopping site, and they were like, "No, there isn't." So that's where the initial idea started coming up of Esri RX. Um And being that I was um, a tech kid, I was like, "You know, this has to be simplified a lot." So I, I started um, doing research um, to see if there was ways of building a Amazon-style marketplace that will enhance the lives of pharmacies. and. What happened was, was that as I started building it, I started noticing that there were other platforms out there that did a basic Craigslist shopping style um, site where they allowed for wholesalers to lose products on the platform and the pharmacies could come online, uh, uh, do a quick price comparison, and then um, uh, have the relationship be off of the actual site itself. So the next time I opened the pharmacies and I, I asked again, I was like, wait, if you guys have such a website, what are all these papers doing again? And they said, well, now we don't have the actual um uh flyers anymore, but we have all these invoices and and statements from these wholesalers that were buying. So they said, wait, you guys literally just went from buying from single source. Now you have multi-source vendors that you, and and, but rather than you having the ability to pay for your purchases online, they now every single one will invoice you independently and, 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 like you have to send a check to them and they said yeah so basically we are now saving money on our purchases but the time that that that, you know um time that, that we saved um has to now go towards um uh monthly bills and um uh paying checks and i was like wait 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 this is this is way too old school there has to be a really simple stupid system where pharmacies can um have a full ecosystem of of, of opening up new accounts with wholesalers, shopping those wholesalers, getting a line of credit from them, and actually paying for the purchases in one simple solution. So in reality, what we try to create is a experience for the pharmacy and really make that experience really, really um, enhanced through features, so it was experience first, feature second. That will really make the lives of the pharmacies a lot simpler, better, and more in tune with the to, with 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 technology of the twenty first century that is available to most consumers online today. And um, this is the initial idea of how the SURX model was born, and uh, and that's what we created.
1: Yeah, I. I don't work in community pharmacy. I've never used reply, Lab, but I but I've gotten demos a bunch of times. And I, I have to agree that I've having seen the demos is, is what I loved about how you approach the problem is you approach it from a user-centric view viewpoint. And and I noticed some like really neat sort of um essentially what I saw you what you've created is ways in which you solve user problems. So so um Along those lines, can you talk to me about what are the sort of some of the core features behind yeah. Esri Rx?
2: Yeah, so what we really try to do is, is that we try to um, skin what existed out there and kind of build on top of that and see that what were the bottlenecks that, that, that pharmacies um, were required to do in a regulated space and see how we could innovate on those little pieces. So the first thing that we did is, is that we noticed that the customer application process, which is a mandatory process for pharmacies, takes a very long time. Wholesalers would fax or email their applications off the pharmacies. They would then fill it out by pen and paper and then email or fax it back. And I was like, wait, these days we have e-signature. There are companies out there um, uh, like HelloSign that will literally have all the information pre-filled so we, we, we took that process that, 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 that generally took 30 minutes to do, and we made it into a, a two- or three-minute process. That was thing number one that we did. Um, thing number two is that when a pharmacy um, would like to make a payment for a purchase, so every wholesaler extends a line of credit to each pharmacy so that they don't have to pay for the purchase right then and there. They can pay, they, they can pay for the purchases net 15, 30, 60, 90, Um, all dependent on that individual pharmacy and the wholesaler that they're buying from. Thing number three that we did is that we added modern payment systems onto the site. So the same way um, there are sites like Venmo or PayPal that um, they add a bank account onto the actual site itself or basically link your checking or savings account onto the actual account itself, Um, we utilized those same technology backends. So the pharmacies can actually add a bank account or credit card onto the site so that when their terms are up, they can actually pay for the purchases through the actual site itself. Now, this is the uh, main three uh, core functionalities of how the site operates. But in terms of features itself, um, we we really went piece by piece by piece. We know that um, when pharmacies call wholesalers and reps call pharmacies, there is that haggle that happens, and there is the they they'll they'll take um, uh, 24 pieces and 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 to try to get a better deal. We basically built a best offer feature um, that is similar to the eBay best offer model. That essentially allows for a pharmacy to haggle with a wholesaler and for a wholesaler to um, counter offer that deal and basically give a pharmacy a better deal if they take a higher quantity of products. Um, we built out um, a a short dated feature. Um, we built out. Um, a geolocation based feature, um, which this is a, a really, really cool system. So <clears throat> the, the geolocation based feature is, is, is something that we know that, um, pharmacies need our medications pretty much overnight. <clears throat> and it's super important for them to have it like super quickly, but in reality, if you're buying from a primary, you can literally, um, they, they basically put the drugs into a tote and they can deliver a dollar drug, um, for the same price that they're sending a thousand dollar drug, but when you're buying from a secondary wholesaler, every wholesaler has to ship that you know package in a box, um, ship it via a a a FedEx or a um or uh or another courier. So you know so so there is a cost to that, and when a pharmacy has to add carts for every single one to hit an order minimum. Um, that can get very, very costly. So what we did is mm-hmm. that we essentially took the zip code of where the pharmacy is in relation to the zip code of the wholesalers and basically said that, wait, if the package is within a zone that can get to this pharmacy by next day through ground shipping, there is no reason for them to hit that overnight shipping minimum, and therefore it's going to save them a lot of money. So that's on the geolocation based. Um, we 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 then went ahead and basically built a whole bunch of um, small little nuanced stuff of um, making sure that pharmacies only buy from NAVP wholesalers, um, making sure that uh, uh, pharmacies um, get a bigger bang for their buck and not that we're just, um, A, lowering the price of goods, you know, but not offering them a way for them to actually get those deals. Um, we, 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 we did so many little pieces that um, enhance the lives of pharmacies um, as they're going through the purchases every single day.
1: Do you keep, so if I was a community pharmacy out there, I was listening to this podcast an owner of a community pharmacy independent, I hadn't heard of your platform. Why would I, what's your, like your sort of sales pitch and, and could you provide me with any sort of metrics on how customers are successful using your platform?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a, it's it, straight off the top. Um, we can say is that pharmacies that are using SRX save approximately 30% month over month, um, that is that is a hands down number that we can say now obviously it's not going to be guaranteed for 110 percent of the pharmacies but certain ones <clears> have these really crazy contracts and deals and they're grandfathered in and they're and they're and they're different in nature and 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 they need certain drugs um that we may not carry but overall for a standard independent pharmacy um the mere fact that we are creating a marketplace which is a competitive, you know, area for wholesalers that in order for them to get your business, they have to be cheaper than the next person. Ultimately, you know that you're getting the biggest bang for your buck when you're shopping for drugs. Now, in terms of your agreements that you have with your primaries, your contracts that you have, your GCRs, all your ratios and stuff like that, even if you, you know, um, combine all those numbers into your end bottom line, we can still show you how you can save. Dollar for dollar, by joining our system, and not really joining our system by really um, taking advantage of our system and 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 and, and truly um, utilizing it for the best of your ability and 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 save um, that kind of money.
1: You mentioned some co- some some contracts, and can you go into detail about? Uh, from my list, some of them might be hospital based. Like, what is what is a normal independent pharmacy? do they contract out with like a group purchasing organization like how, what kind of contracts are they obliged to to follow
2: so it's 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 really pharmacy dependent and who the primary is and what gpo they're they're kind of locked into something which is interesting to note is that there are a lot of pharmacies that are joining gpos and at the onset, it is a smart thing for them to do because they're essentially joining together with a larger group of people that are buying together but ultimately, we are doing the exact opposite. What we're essentially saying is that don't lock into a contract. Don't essentially assume that because you're buying with a lot of people, you are just going to be um, uh, getting a better price because that's not always true. What ends up happening is is that when you're locked into a contract, they now have a certain level of control over you, and they'll tell you is that listen, buddy, you got to hit a certain GCR, a certain generic compliance ratio, and essentially buy more generics that may be overpriced because you want a better deal on your brands. We flipped that model on its head and said, listen, when you're shopping Amazon, um, when you're shopping uh, eBay or shopping any e-commerce site, what 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 happens is, is that that model um, reverses itself. So that if you get enough pharmacies together, the wholesalers want to now join you and therefore they're going to lower their prices just to win your business and not that they're going to lock you into that model and now you're stuck. Mm-hmm. So." it's a it's a it's a battle really that we constantly deal with of pharmacies saying, yeah, I'm locked into my contract and therefore I can't buy separate. And that's a conversation to be had and saying, okay, listen, let's take a look at your deal. let's see what you are realistically um, you know buying every month. And one important key factor is to see what extra products are you buying every month just to hit your minimum that you're essentially overpaying and 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 it's not beneficial to you. you're're you're, you're you're essentially locked into this mindset of, oh, I'm going to get a rebate. Uh, 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 there's a discount for my brands. There are so many different nuanced things that I am getting better. But in reality, once you take a look at the actual bottom line, you're losing money based on the overages, um, based on the stuff that that you're not using, uh, based on the stuff that, you know, that are simply not streamlined in that process that we try to streamline every day.
1: What, now? if I had, would I have the ability as a user to say, Hmm. I know this is my contractor price. Can I compare it to a price on your site?
2: Yes. So really easily. So we built something called the purchase order upload feature, which is um, pretty innovative in nature. We essentially allow for a pharmacy to build an order in their primary site, um, and prior to them submitting it, at the end of the day, they can download that 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 purchase order either way in CSV, PDF, or other methods. They can upload it onto EsriRx, and we're going to have a live price comparison between the price that they're paying um, with their rebate included versus the price that, um, 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 that is listed from the vendors on Esri Rx. If the price is cheaper by us, we win, and the pharmacy wins. If the price is cheaper there, then the primary wins, and the pharmacy wins again. So essentially, it's a win-win solution. Either way, the pharmacy turns. So they basically build their order. They almost complete the order, and prior to them pressing submit, they'll do a, a super quick um, price comparison model, and now we'll see uh, dollar for dollar who's better on every single molecule um, that they're shopping.
1: Amazing. That's that's very cool. I haven't seen that before. No. Um, one of the things, I'm an inpatient pharmacist by background, and one of my biggest pain points is always dealing with shortages or perhaps like a non-formulary med that was hard to find. How 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 can the customer your customers work with your platform to either like shop for things on shortages or also maybe find things what if it's not even on your platform? How do they go about make, getting a drug on your platform that they're not seeing?
2: Oh, that is a very interesting question actually. Um so first of all from shortages to, um to products that are now found from the primary chances are is that when is that is that if you're going from a single source vendor the 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 um, for them not to have it in stock goes up when you're searching from many different wholesalers some you know somewhere someone is going to have that product so you know w- w- um, having 25 wholesalers on you know on a site, and um, we have pretty large wholesalers, um, you know, um, and they may have that product at potentially even a better price than what you paid um, um, from your primary. So that is thing number one. Now, in regards to products that are not found online, we created something called the product request feature, which is something which literally launched last week, which allows for a pharmacy to say, hey, I'm not finding this product for my primary. Is there anyone else? In the u.s whether it is another pharmacy or wholesaler do you have it on your shelf and you're not using it but i didn't need it for my patient, or could the wholesaler get it and therefore sell it to this individual pharmacy so essentially it's a it's a place where they can uh, come to market and reverse the system and essentially say is that oh you're listing 65,000 items i need one other product that is not listed but the wholesale could potentially get it or a pharmacy somewhere has that item. So the way that the model works is, is that a pharmacy will come onto SRX, search for a drug. If it's not listed, they can hit product requests. They can add a new product onto the list and that list um, gets sent off to all the wholesalers and, or some pharmacies um, that have the ability to sell to them um, in their state. And, and, and other pharmacies that may also need that product could subscribe to that listing. And then once that item is listed on the platform, all the pharmacies that want that item suddenly get a notification email or text and says that item has been added. And now you can actually shop that product. So it really gives a way for anyone, whether you're um, just a regular pharmacy, inpatient pharmacy, or a long-term care pharmacy looking for a certain item that is not available. Chances are that we may have it from some um, uh, vendor that is licensed in all 50 states, or you can ask for them to get it. Or you can basically say is that does anyone else in the U.S. have this drug and can I get this drug from you because there is a shortage, I have patient need, and I basically um, you know could take advantage of the product um, that 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 might go to waste um, um, if it's not uh, 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 going to be had.
1: Yeah, as we saw during COVID, medication shortages were, were a huge problem, and I always sort of felt like. I've always sort of felt like certain medications, maybe not everything, that they're that they should be considered sort of like the electrical grid, where where you you know where you need you know you know where all these critical meds are located, and you are able to get them for wherever they may be. Because the thing about shortages is, is, you might have you might not have the drug, but your neighbor across the street might have tons of it because they're hoarding it. Um and having a, like an easy way to identify where these drugs are need where these drugs are being stored and, and where where the the usage is or the demand is the most and being able to move it is, sounds like, like totally necessary maybe not you know today or tomorrow but you know, and who knows how COVID is going to go but for critical times and, and during pandemics the ability to like move medications from place to place to where they're needed is so is so important and it's you know. Personally, as something I don't think that we um recognize as a need as much as, as as it really is. Um is that what you described? Is that the same thing as RPH to RPH? No. So okay, not really. so, so, so I saw that feature. And talk to me a little bit about that, that feature.
2: Yeah. So now these are two different um uh they're 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 kind of polar opposites. A I mean, it's not really polar opposites, but they work hand in hand with each other, actually. Product re- requests is essentially a product that um, uh, is something that is not listed on the actual marketplace. But in reverse, a pharmacy may have products on their shelf that are going to expire, um, or that a pharmacy locally may need for today for a patient that they can't get from their primary. Or it's, it's something that they bought for a patient that um, perhaps may have died, but they unfortunately cannot return it to the primary because it's it's you know um, uh, they'll pay very high um, uh, very high restocking fee or the returns companies are generally not as reliable as pharmacies would like them to be. So we essentially built a pharmacy to pharmacy marketplace that essentially allows for a pharmacy that has extra stock to sell it to another pharmacy within their state. And um, this is something which has been, which is, since we launched, I think we launched about a month and a half ago, has been a wild ride. So many pharmacies have opted in to um, sign up and essentially post the stuff that they had sitting on their shelves for a while already that they had no patient for. And the pharmacy literally down the block from them had a patient that could have used it that day. And now they have the ability now to shop it at a better deal than what their primary would charge, but they can now get it from someone local that you know is a licensed pharmacy because they're literally, you know, two, three blocks away from you um, and they're and they're and they're a vetted pharmacy. And now you can literally get those products at a fraction of what you'd buy it for on a standard basis. Um, and this is something which is, which is, it's, it's a highly regulated space. So mm-hmm. obviously it's not an easy game for someone to just, you know, buy from someone else. And it took us a long time until we really figured out all the nuances of what we were allowed and what we are not allowed to do. And, um, the end result is, is that we launched it in a handful of States. Um, it's, it's, we, we restricted the sale to be only state within state because we couldn't find any justification to allow for a pharmacy to wholesale and ship you know. a product between one state to another. And we made sure with every single state board of pharmacy, whether it's legal in that state or not. And, uh, once we, you know, really hashed out all those details, we, we, we put it out to market and pharmacies have been loving it. Um, It's a it's a it's a simple fee solution because you're buying it from someone that's local, it's 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 really quick to get. Um it's a very easy system for you to add products. Um and and again go through that entire hurdle of pharmacies trying to haggle with you and uh try to get a better deal um 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 for that drug. And then ultimately, um if 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 you're the seller, um you'll have the ability to get a shipping label and have a UPS pickup um, done for you um, um, straight through the site, and for a buyer, uh, all the information that you need on that packing slip to cover all your DCSA um, uh, uh, legalities that you need are all on those packing slips, and um, it's done in a very streamlined system.
1: I do have a follow up on DCSA, but but before Sorry. so before I get to that, I yeah you know, that's a, that's kind of what I was trying to say is like we can expand the supply chain by like not by thinking of where the drug lives as part of the entire continuum of the supply chain not just thinking of the only place you can get drugs is your your distributor and and that's like and this is another sort of pet peeve of mine is that drugs drugs have a shelf life right, right. and if they don't get used up they end up in a landfill someplace. Some of them might be able to be recycled, but for the most part, they end up in a landfill, and that's just like not good for the environment. So the idea that we're just like letting drugs sit out there with no sort of solution to getting to, getting them to a place where they could get used up has always sort of bothered me, so I'm, I'm like thrilled to hear that you guys are working on that. Um, my follow-up for that specific feature is how do, how do the prices get set?
2: Yeah, so... Um, when it comes to a branded pharmaceutical, um, we make sure that a pharmacy um, that is selling it listed at a minimum of 8% off of wholesale acquisition cost and on a generic 20% off of AWP. Got it. Um, okay. this is this is just a way for a pharmacy to say, well, I may as well go to my primary and get it, you know, and 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 kind of get it at a similar deal. Um, because here we here, um, we're saying is that, oh, I could actually save some money and therefore get it from someone locally and have it go to a patient the same way that I could get it from my primary. And then the same thing from a selling side is that we don't want pharmacies to get, you know, um, really greedy. Um, we kind of want them to, uh, you know, take a little loss on something that sat on your shelf for a while and wasn't used, but you still have the ability to not have to return it. Or have it go through a returns company, and therefore mm-hmm. lose more. You know, you'll 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 still make enough, and you're really going to be helping out a pharmacy and patient um, at the end of the day um, by not sending it back to a wholesaler or a returns company, instead.
1: Love it, very cool. So if I was how if I was a pharmacy thinking of joining your platform, how could I be confident that I'm gonna that all the vendors that I'll be working with um, are selling me like real goods, you know, they're not counterfeit. And how can I be confident that I'm going to be DSCSA compliant?
2: Yeah. So as far as us vetting every wholesaler, um, at the moment, we're only allowing wholesalers that are a licensed in all 50 states or a majority of states. Um, we are making sure that they are NEVP accredited. Um, and, that's, and, that's, and that's a total story for itself. So you know that if they are accredited, then, you know, chances are is that they are doing all the right things. Um, and we also make sure that they are, um, DSCSA compliant, which, which, which essentially means is that every wholesaler has to connect with us by EDI and will essentially get their 856 and, and, and build in that pedigree document right onto the site itself. If not, then they'll use a third party, uh, pedigree solution that will essentially give a pharmacy pedigree for every single order that they place in the site. Now, a pharmacy can either ask for it on every order and they can do it. Um, one by one, or they can, you know, um, uh, have a setting that will update every single order with the pedigree of the actual items. That's the uh, uh, T3 documents. And we have a hosted solution on the actual site itself that will give pharmacies a place where they can download all their reports, um, find their documents, and basically um, uh, know exactly where that drug came from, and 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 to verify that this came from a real place and that it's not accounted for.
1: You mentioned EDI. What um what specific I think it's said A56? What specific message is that? Is that the uh is that the manifest? Not the manifest, is that the uh, T3 documentation?
2: So the A is the is the shift notice. So okay. um, and and included in it is the attestation of the fact that um the wholesaler um, is attesting to the fact that this came from a good source, they're shipping it to this pharmacy, and here's the lot number, here's the uh, traceability of the product, and um, that gives confidence to the buyer um, um, that they're getting exactly what they asked for.
1: Got it. I haven't worked with an A56 before. Talk to me about, um, so I'm on your platform and I want to purchase something, but what what I don't sort of understand is how do I know? I don't see distributors to be that real time. I mean, maybe they are, they probably are when I interface with them directly. But how often are you getting uploads of what they have in stock versus uh, like what's the delay? Do you ever could someone ever like order a product and then they don't actually have it anymore because there's been a delay in you getting that information? How do how does sort of all the communication work?
2: Yeah, so the the interconnect to the the interconnectability between um, uh, us and wholesalers is 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 something which is it, harder than dealing with um, five thousand pharmacies is dealing with twenty drug wholesalers and that's really the case every single one of them has their own system has their own yeah. method and quite frankly EDI is the oldest um, technology in existence today for dealing with file sharing it's it's so old school that it's a real shock that the healthcare space still uses that information. It's, it's, it, 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 it kind of boggles my mind, but I'm not too surprised because who's gonna be the first one to really change and basically take the plunge and shift it away from EDI to moving over to modern day APIs of uh, basically having a live um, uh, webhook and basically to have you know, um, uh, data flowing from a wholesaler to a pharmacy. But, you know, that question really stems from which hospital is willing to switch over a system um, and take that plunge so that a primary distributor can follow and subsequently, you know, um, make a change in the full system. So we work with um, three different solutions. We work with EDI, of course, um, which essentially allows for farms um, for a wholesale to send us um, an 832 file and they'll send it to us as many times a day um, as they need, Um, and we'll update their inventory on the actual site itself. Um, The better system that wholesalers have begun opting into is to have a webhook, which essentially allows us to ping their inventory live while the pharmacy is searching for the product so that we can know for sure if the item is in stock, the price is the same, and they have every unit that the pharmacy wants. And the third option is for a wholesaler to upload a CSV File onto the site um, as often as possible. Now, um,
1: <laughs> I'm just laughing. That's that sounds like so complicated. Three different ways to communicate with distributors.
2: Correct. So, yes, um, for us, it's 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 extremely you know tedious in nature. But we are trying to steer everyone to be API, of course, because it's such an easy connection process. And and your, your your I wouldn't say order defect rate, but your order cancellation rate goes down significantly. Um, as of now, I think we have a 99.5% um, order ship rate and, and, and a very, very low drop off rate. So usually when you're shopping through us, because of, of the fact that we just made sure to hammer out that wholesalers, you know, must send us inventory with a minimum of five pieces, you know, and not really um, wait until they go down to the zero. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Make sure to Um, integrate, you know, um, through, uh, through our API and, and, and it's something which we hammer out every single time that we, you know, just, just, just please try to innovate as much as possible, because whether or not, you know, they're going to be utilizing it today, we're confident that somewhere down the line, they will be forced to actually use APIs because somewhere, you know, um, um, uh, uh, some, um, um, Someone somewhere is going to be innovating and essentially making that change across the board. And if they're gonna wanna stay with the times, they they are gonna have to shift over from EDI files and basically move over to live APIs. It's just the way of the future and and you're not going to be able to be a player if you're not going to innovate on your internal technology that you have. So yes, it is a very tedious process, but it's something that we constantly work on and try to make better and try to, and, and, and to try to have conversations, you know, to see how we can, you know, um, force that change and therefore have their systems, you know, uh, uh, uh be better.
1: Yeah. I'll add, add some clarity for my listeners who don't understand what we're talking about. But, um, if, if you haven't, please go back and listen to some of my, some of my other podcasts where I harp about why. The pharmacy, the, just not even pharmacy, but the health tech stack needs to be pretty much only API based. But you know, an API is sort of like making a phone call. You you ask somebody a question, you get an answer versus an EDI, which is sort of like mailing a letter. And that's why I was under, asking a question about, is the actual inventory the vendor has on on hand actually still there? Because those one-way directional messages may not be, they're, they're probably not going to be in real time unless you happen to have just ping the site when you had that immediate upload but um same thing with the csv they only come probably a couple of times a day and I, I don't know how often they come but i liked how you sort of solve that problem anyway because you don't let you don't let vendors report when they have like super low inventory so that that um that kind of solves the problem anyway but um thank you for sharing that really uh um validates my cognitive bias towards api so I, this is the type of conversation i love having um, Moving on to, I, I had a question about, so I have this platform. What if I try to be sneaky and I'm like, oh, I see it's cheaper there. What if I just go direct to that, to that distributor? How do you prevent somebody from circumventing your platform?
2: So in reality, that is a very big problem. It's a problem that- Is we, it? Okay. Yes. So something that we deal with constantly is, is pharmacies that will think that they can ultimately get a better deal. But in reality, the time that they're wasting- by shopping each individual wholesale and calling them is already money lost. Just think about a pharmacist, yeah. <laughs> you know that that has patients that they have to deal with, um, and 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 is 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 someone that is hammered out with phone calls all day. Um, creating a system where uh, it, everything is listed there for you is 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 something that um, it, it, it 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 takes the pain away from purchasing and and therefore saves you money. Now, in reality, what's what what starts happening is is that what they don't realize is that when they'll you know shift over purchases here and not call that rep and not basically try to haggle, they'll essentially be helping everybody because that product now becomes a more favorable product. Therefore, more wholesalers join on it. The price. Naturally becomes lower, and therefore helps everybody in the full ecosystem. When they think that they're being, you know, um, conniving and 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 you know just using the site as a shopping site and therefore you know calling up wholesale and not actually uh, uh, transacting, it's a selfish um, way of thinking, and it's going to hurt them in the long run. Because ultimately, when 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 there's a give and take, we have the ability to do more for them and you know help them out and basically innovate on that you know system and they have the ability to help us by growing this community which are essentially working together as a whole in order to lower drug pricing and actually get a better price. So it's 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 counterintuitive to what we're trying to do. It 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 certainly happens and we're aware and we try to do as much as possible to stop circumvention um you know kind of in its tracks. And um, we also, uh, you know, have a team that, you know, ultimately looks at every single pharmacy's searches that they're doing, um, just to make sure that they're not just, you know, uh, you know, building a data feed and basically pulling it off the site, and then somehow using it against us. Um, and 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 um, it's been very effective so far.
1: That's yeah, a strong argument. That makes a lot of sense. Like work together to. Keep prices low. If you're out there doing that, don't do that. That's not ethical. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Just don't do that. That's not cool. Um. In terms of like, like usability for say like a pharmacy technician, if I do you have the ability to, um, if I want to sort of at the end of the day place my order for what I needed to get for my pharmacy, is there a mobile app or anything that I can just sort of walk the shelves and like do like real time price shopping?
2: Yes, we actually built a mobile site.
1: Um, oh, neat. That uh, if you ever use like the Amazon app, they have the ability to just scan any
2: uh, UPC. Um, you can actually do the same thing with us. Is that you can use your iPad or iPhone and literally go from shelf to shelf to shelf to shelf and actually just um, uh, scan every drug, find the cheapest price, and add it to your car. Which is interesting is that we 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 probably launched it I think eight or nine months ago, and since we launched it, it's been it's been. It, you know, we, we, we believe that we probably should have done it sooner because mm. of how many pharmacies actually use mobile. And that just, it just, it just goes with the common themes that the younger pharmacies out there, the more tech savvy pharmacies are, are just sick of the old way and are shifting over to the new way. And the fact that we're trying to be as, as, as tech savvy as possible and, and, and kind of, you know, um, revolutionize on those, you know, things that they do daily, that just, you know, drives more of the future of pharmacy towards utilizing systems that will benefit them in the long run. So while, yeah, uh, GPOs um, are the current way, SVRX is the new way. And that's what they're seeing. And that's what they're telling us is that we can't ever imagine just shopping from a single source vendor that makes no sense. Um, and, and, and they're also getting smarter, you know, from a pharmacy perspective, the way that they worked 10 years ago is that they'll call their wholesaler and ask for a drug. And if the drug is not available from them, they will literally wait a week until that vendor gets it back in stock. And now they will say, well, if you don't have it, I'm going somewhere else. And we really opened up those gates, but it's not really us that founded this concept. It's the Amazon model. It's, 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 Mm -hmm. we will make sure to find that drug by hook or by crook. If you're not the best, you're not getting it. If you're not hardly, um, um uh, ethical. Um if you're not reviewed highly, if you're, if your, if, if your, if your order defect rate is high, we are going to go to the next best. And that's what every new age and younger pharmacist coming out of school knows. Um this is second nature to them and 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 that's who we're here for. So we're not really looking for the today's pharmacist. We're kind of looking for the next um 10 years of pharmacy, 15 years of pharmacy and seeing how we can literally stay ahead of the game at every single turn possible.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. The 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 even like older older folks like me, I'm still I consider myself digitally native. I mean I right. I expect I expect these type of features and functionalities from my from my tech. And uh up until recently in healthcare, it's just it's not there. And uh, you know, I'm really I'm really uh sort of inspired and excited to hear about all these things you're working on. Um I have like one last question. Uh, Before we wrap up, what's next for Ezry RX? What are some of your? Can you share any of your future plans? Ooh,
2: um, we actually have a lot going on. Um, The predominant space that we're trying to innovate on now is on the long-term care and smaller chain pharmacy. Um, uh, A lot of the technology that we know um, needs to be innovated is on the purchasing systems of entities that have teams of buyers have teams of um, uh, accounts payables that are really built into the old school system. And we, we, we don't blame them for it because while we're innovating on a pharmaceutical perspective, um, OTC, HBA, there's still a whole bunch of medical supply stuff that, um, that, that that these teams have to be there for. So therefore, they can't really change from, from, from today to tomorrow. And a lot of the stuff that we built are really for a uh, new age pharmacy um you know, that 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 gets the full payment model to, and 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 could utilize it. So what what we're doing is that we're creating a hybrid solution that will work for both. It's going to work for the um, independent pharmacy and but will also work for a larger pharmacy in nature. So either outpatient inpatient or a long-term care facility that orders a lot of drugs and 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 needs um, to slow it down a little bit. And you know, integrate more with 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 the systems that they need. Um, and we're 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 super super close to really putting out um, the technology that will really really um, really change the game from a long term care, from a hospital, from chain pharmacy perspective, and really really make life so 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 simple for all the buyers um, across that entire um, pharmacy ecosystem that they currently have. So it's going to be, it's, it's very radical. And that's what we really focused the second half of 2021 on is to really go after and, and, and find the pain points that the larger entities have, seeing how we can make life better for them, see how we can innovate on the old solutions that existed and bring on the wave of the future and, and, and show them how they can really get the biggest bang for the buck, save time, And, and really, you know, it's, 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 it's not rocket science. It's, it's really taking stuff that is out there already for the standard consumer and bringing it in to the healthcare space, the hospital space, the actual pharmacy space, and making sure that. The pharmacy gets the drug for the best price as quick as possible so they can service their patient and basically let us focus on the pharmacy, let them focus on the patient. And that's ultimately what our real goal is, is that we'll take care of all your hardships, all your nuances, you know, all the stuff that have to be done right. And you do what you do best. You take care of the patient, make sure that they're um, taking their, you know, getting their stuff on time, taking it properly, having all the questions answered, and we'll take care of everything that you need to do.
1: Love it. well I'm sold clearly um I'm excited to watch your progress i'm, I'm excited for your you and your team um uh, like I said I'm excited to watch your your growth and see what you guys can accomplish um, I'm sold but like how if I was uh, a community pharmacy out there how could they become part of your platform how could they reach out to you guys
2: so it's it's really 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 simple um go to esrirx.com you know of course. There is a sign up button and something which we really did, which is also really cool, is that we partnered with NCPDP. So essentially, if you know your NCPDP number and your zip code, um, we'll essentially link all your information and you know kind of pre-fill all your information there already. So the sign up process is literally, it's a free system, takes under two minutes to sign up and you can literally be buying drugs later today, pending that your licenses are up to date. Um, and that you filled out all the customer applications, which also is a super, super simple process. You can literally be on your way to savings right away. So it's esrirx.com, Sign up, and
1: you are golden. Awesome. All right, well, I want to thank you for for being on here, Ezriel. I really appreciate you, it. Yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. So listeners out there, if uh, you're a community pharmacy or any other markets that Esriarx is getting into, you know how to get in touch with them, and I, I highly recommend checking out their platform because I, I'm personally very impressed by it. And I, I really do believe it, it will solve a lot of your pain points in terms of ordering ordering meds, and also, and, and in addition to improving ordering meds, it'll, it you know gets the, the meds you need for your patients and helps you focus on on education or you know making sure they're compliant with the medications, et cetera. So thanks again, and until next time, thanks, Pharmacy Podcast listeners.
0: Thank you for listening to Futuredose.tech. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this podcast on your favorite social media outlets. Be sure to stay connected to the Pharmacy Podcast Network and return for your next Futuredose.tech episode coming soon.